Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Speakeasy Podcast. It is your host, friend, Billy Schmerda. We're here on the heels of some huge news here coming out of Virginia Tech's athletic department. We are looking to schedule an SEC opponent here to replace the ECU series and the continuously being moved back Wisconsin series. You guys are familiar with Grayson Wimbish. He was on the show a couple of uh, months ago speaking about post-college life. You guys also, if you follow me on Twitter, noticed that I was at the UGA Notre Dame matchup in Athens. It was unbelievable. We're bringing in Pat Finn to discuss that along with this Virginia Tech news and who we would like to see us play out of the SEC. We'll talk a little Virginia Tech basketball, a little Virginia Tech preview for the Duke game. we got a lot of good stuff for you. And also, it's been a while since we've talked repetitive content is going to be coming your way it's going to be with us three it's going to be called the sons of saturday we're super fired up about it um so going to be having some great content coming your way over the next few weeks uh sorry for the wait um but we got some great stuff coming for you hopefully you enjoy this did a great job had a great time um and um let's get right to it We are coming live from two different sides of the country here. You are talking to Patrick Finn and Grayson Wimbush. Guys, how are we doing? What's going on? Oh, man, I'm good. What's up, y'all? Good, good, good. This is is too fun. This is too fun. I think Pat's being a little negative. He's got BDR stuff to do in the morning, but we both have BDR stuff to do in the morning. But we're up a little late. Looking at uh, 10.39 Eastern here, uh, looking at 7.39 West Coast time, uh, Grace and Wimbish time, so running uh, running on the midnight oil here, stayed up a little late. Huge news to cover in Virginia Tech land, um, but first, Pat Finn, we have some storytelling to do here to Grace and Wimbish to inform him on the atmosphere readily available in Athens, Georgia. Um, why don't you go ahead and kick this off, Pat, and just let him know about this weekend. Oh, man. All right, yeah, so uh, this was this was quite a weekend um, under our belt here that Billy Ray and I uh, just experienced. Probably going to be talking about it for the next uh, 10, 20, 30 years to come. Uh, might tell my grand- grandkids about that. Uh, about Sanford Stadium on Saturday night. But, um, yeah, decided that I uh, wanted to go down for this game. Um, I have some uh, family at Notre Dame. My brother's a senior. Shout out, Brian. Got a, got a kind of weird uh, pseudo love for the Georgia Dogs. I've actually uh, been to three Georgia, da- Georgia games before this point. Um, so I was like... All right, you know, I've seen Georgia play in three games away from Athens. I'd love to go to Athens and experience what it's like on a on a Saturday. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> So I hit up I hit up Bill and uh we went down there and uh it was just an absolute blast. We uh we met some great people. We hung out at some awesome tailgates and we experienced <laughs> one of if not the best college football atmosphere I've ever experienced in my entire life and I've been going to games for a couple decades here and 
<laughs> there's nothing that can really hold the candle to what Sanford was like on Saturday. It was truly, truly magnificent uh, spectacle, if you will. Grayson, Georgia had two, two different flyovers with two different squadrons of jets. They did a flyover when they went out to stretch to go loosen up the hamstrings. Did that flyover, like 10 F-16s, and then had a nice little Thunderbird flyover to Baba O'Reilly, the who, as they're running out. I mean, hair on the back of your neck standing up, unbelievable. Um, And not to mention, we had no tickets coming into this game. Seat geeks charging three fifty, four fifty, six fifty to sit on Jupiter and watch the game <laughs> from the tippity tippity tops. So my man Pat here goes into BDR mode and he's like, "Dude, we'll sit first row. Just figure it out, you know." So he starts talking. We sit in the Notre Dame section. Somehow end up with student wristbands um, and make our way down. We're in the hedges, like we are, like like Alec Ogletree. Like, all the dogs are just patrolling around. Sit down first row. He starts networking and just ends up, like, the father sitting two seats over is like, hey, man, like, this seat's empty. You guys can sit here. I was literally rubbing the head. I was massaging the hedges from my seat uh, during the game. It was a surreal surreal experience. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. So we got in to Sanford Stadium. Um I would say around the 90 minute mark before the game, we wanted to get in there. We wanted to just soak enjoy it every moment and soak it in. And what was really cool is we were in there early enough. We got these student section wristbands entered by the, uh, I guess kind of like the uh, Georgia version of the North end zone right below the, um, the scoreboard is their student section. Uh, one of their student sections they have two because <laughs> it's Georgia. And we just they we just walked all the way down to the bottom of the section, and what's really cool about Georgia is that uh, at Sanford you could kind of walk around the entire perimeter of the hedges the entirety of the game, and they don't have security not letting you go down there. It's kind of just like no, we have these hedges that are in between the fans and the playing field, and it's just like how the way it is. You gotta. If you're in the lower section of the, um, if you're in the lower tier, in the lower section of the tier, uh, you could just go down there and, you know, go to the bathroom, um, go out into the aisle, uh, you know, go out for concessions, whatever, on the lower end, uh, down on the field level, which is crazy, uh, which is very cool. So we were hanging out down there and saw some open seats and figured to stick around till kickoff until someone kicks us out and it never happened. <laughs> Grayson, you had a great point uh, when we were chatting on uh, the speakerphone in the Santa Maria mobile. We were talking about the SEC, and first words out of your mouth, I'm like, dude, it's just different. It's just different. And you hit him with the, you know what it is? Super extra cash. And I think that is a perfect sum up of, of what is going on down there. It's, I mean, from, from what I saw you know, on y'all's Instagram story and, and just kind of talking to you guys after that, that whole experience was over and seeing it on TV. I mean, that's really, really what it is. I mean, just like, I, I, and I, I remember talking to you guys about like, 
it doesn't make any sense to me. Like the the Georgia fan base. I mean, you you, you see Sanford Stadium, and you're like, where does this where does this money pour in from? This super extra cash, SEC, <laughs> this super extra currency. Where does this come from? And and honestly, probably what it is is like half of the graduating classes that come out of there go and open freaking tractor and John Deere dealerships, <laughs> make, you know, rake in 20 mil a year. And they're like, well, since real estate in Georgia is the price of a cookout tray, um, <laughs> you know, may as well give three fourths of our income back to the university just so we can be national championship contenders every year. Because go, go dogs. dogs. Yeah, because go, go dogs. dogs. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you. Because go dogs. And, and it, it's just, it's unreal, man. Like like seeing the, the neon red LED strip, like all the way around the stadium. Fam. Like that, fam. that fam. stadium, it looked like a spaceship. Fam, fam. <laughs> going, going into the fourth quarter, I'm already like, I mean, oh, I'm finally man. like coming down, like I, you know, oh, Miller Light train slowing down. I'm like, dude, Notre Dame's in the game. Like, I don't know how this gets any better. I watched DeAndre Swift fly like a bird. Like, this experience has just been ten out of ten. And then it gets quiet, and then people start waving their pom poms. And CBS Sports, like the pom poms, look beautiful on TV, but they don't look anything like they do in real life. They start waving their pom poms. The lights go out. And, like, Ian Book's, like, driving down the field trying to take the lead in the fourth quarter. Lights go out. They turn on these red lights, and they start playing Power by Kanye West. These people were losing their shit. They had their LED phones out. The cops had their LED phones out. People are going berserk. It was, bro, I'm telling you. Virginia Tech needs to cut out like the hey we're doing a light thing download this app no just turn on your camera put it on and just like just look around it was it was surreal I didn't even know I didn't know what to do with my hands I didn't know what to do with my body I was like I was just looking around I was like this is unbelievable it was really unbelievable Um, (laughs) sorry Greg go ahead go ahead well no I was just gonna say that I think the, the another crazy thing about it is like I thought I was tripping because I'm, I'm watching the game and it's a great game and and like the roar of that crowd, like it was so loud on television. I cannot imagine how it wasn't perfect. Patrick had a bit of a headache, dude. I felt bad. The place was rocking and rolling, and Pat's over here massaging his temples, dude. I was just like, dude, <laughs> worst place to be in the universe uh, with a little bit of a, a head of che. So. Um, I, to, I had a shame. Yeah, so uh, so t- I tip my cap to you, uh, Patrick Finn, for sticking it out. But I know a football guy like you is no way getting out. Quickly, before we dive into the schedule, I just want to pick some nits here. George's entrance is not great. Everything leading up to the entrance was awesome. Everything, but the actual entrance, there's like fog across the field. They're playing Teenage Wasteland. And then like, Teenage Wasteland ends, there's no music playing, and then they run out, and then the band starts playing. It was very weird. I thought that whole that was a little odd. Um, Pat, did you have any picking nits 
for the for the game experience. Other than that, I'm not trying to be a poo poo Peru here. It was an unbelievable experience. I'm just looking for something to say. You know what? Hey, like let's do this a little bit better. You know, that is legitimately it. Yeah. Um, I remember turning to Bill right when they came onto the field, and he's like, he's like, you know what? It's not that loud. It's not that loud. And we're just like, I mean, we're just thinking of it, Enter Sandman. And it was funny because around the third, late fourth quarter, um, they played Enter Sandman in the stadium, and we're looking around, and everyone's <laughs> just standing still, and we're just like having a very, very strange experience of hearing this song in a football stadium and not wanting to lose our minds um that was just uh <laughs> kind of just a weird feeling it um maybe made me miss home a little bit maybe but um other than that i mean a couple of uh other last minute things i want to touch on before we move on here um yeah the light show the productions Absolutely the song insane. that they put, the calling the of the dogs, so- dude. They had this one song. The, I think it's called played. the Georgia Fanfare, dude. It the was Georgia like, Fanfare with the trumpets. Oh my god! It was and, like bum and is- bum bum bum. <laughs> no 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 no. no. Dude, the place was going nuts. But then everyone got quiet for this fanfare thing, and I'm just like looking around, <laughs> jaw on the ground, like just blown up. Great, Grayson. You have to go next time, bro. I, I mean, dude, this was peak dude. Saturday. Like this was like this was peak Saturday in America. This was it. Yeah, dude. The I ultimate. like. I, I, go ahead. It, so uh, you know, and uh, we we'll probably touch on this a little later on. But uh, you know, the whole SEC tagline it just means more. I mean, <laughs> exclamation point, bold face print. <laughs> size 92 font it just underlined more i was like i walked out of that stadium i was like i don't i don't know if i'm ever going to be able to go to an acc regular season football game again in my entire life I will mean, i ever go to a nooner at duke in <laughs> yeah well will i will i ever you know will i ever watch a 330 versus unc and act like it's a big deal ever mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and like, I, obviously UGA, Athens, that whole experience, that's a college football mecca that's on my list. And the fact that you guys got to experience that against another game, which, you know, Pat has family ties to, Bill has ties to. And I mean, it's no, no secret. I hate Notre Dame. I hate <laughs> Notre Dame with every ounce of my being. And I'm glad they lost. No offense. Um, I would have been there screaming go down <laughs> as loud as i could have give me a kirby smart visor and that bu- and that busted ass haircut of his and like i you know go dogs baby i'll be i'll be in the front with quavo you know put a chain on me whatever i don't care grace and they're non-stop stories i mean just in that little diatribe that you went on right there that cute little diatribe it reminded me that we saw the composite of kirby smart at sae <laughs> <laughs> literally his 1999 composite it's him like with a crew cut much better haircut um just on, on his composite there was that uh, the fans were, uh, oh, dude, the fans were unbelievably accommodating. I mean, every tailgate we went to, hey, do you want a drink? Dude, I love Blacksburg. I hope you're having an unbelievable time. Just, ugh, just 10 out yeah. of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I, think I mean, we were, 
walking up and down a fraternity backyard with Notre Dame gear on and these guys we didn't really get chirped at until uh later in the evening after the game uh, which is a whole nother story but uh I mean yeah super accommodating good food at the tailgates mm. and you know funny that you, know, you were saying you'd be head to toe in scarlet and scarlet and black or red and black or whatever shade of red they prefer but um <laughs> This was uh, actually the fourth Georgia Bulldogs t- team I've seen. So uh, dating back to 2006, I'm going to throw back December 30th, 2006. The Dogs and the Hokies showdown in the Chick-fil-A Bowl. We're talking Oof. Matthew Stafford versus Sean Glennon. Hokies have, <laughs> Hokies have a 21-3 to halftime lead. Things are going we great. This is, uh, this is my first ever bowl game. 12-year-old <laughs> Pat. <laughs> and uh mark rick and the dogs do an onside kick to start the second half and completely catch beamer and the gang off guard and then stafford leads this awesome comeback and the dogs win 31 24 that game was crazy because uh eddie royal actually threw a touchdown pass john Lennon threw a screen down to eddie royal on the flank and he gunned it to Sam Wheeler and Sammy scored in the first half and we were chanting Eddie's name up and down but uh yeah Hokies yeah. lost that one so one and oh for the dogs and then um go up to Notre Dame visit my brother two years ago 2017 uh, for the Georgia game and this was Jake's Jake Fromm's like first ever road game and the Irish were a favorite and uh, they won twenty. The uh, the dogs won twenty to nineteen. But this is where like I knew that the Georgia Bulldogs had an, a uh, absolutely rabid fan base. Um, you know, being in that stadium and seeing roughly thirty to forty thousand red fans in Notre Dame Stadium. And right before the fourth quarter, they they pulled out their iPhones, they turned on their flashlights, and they were waving it up and down. And I was just like, wow. Just these means guys, more, Pat. These guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> they took up a ton of Notre Dame fans' seats. I don't know how. I hope if we ever hosted the Dogs in Blacksburg, we wouldn't let them do that. We didn't do it with Ohio State, which was great a couple years ago. But uh, that was crazy. And then um, last fall, went to the uh, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party game out in uh, in Jacksonville, which was a fun time, too. The Dogs beat the Gators. We went as dog fans, and uh, you know they pummeled them. DeAndre Swift was outstanding, and I'm not I'm not a big Florida guy, so I was pretty happy about that one. But yeah, the dogs are four and zero with me in attendance. I guess I'm a I'm a pseudo dog fan. They're my SEC <laughs> team. They I'm their good luck charm. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> fellas. Let's get to the meat and the potatoes here. So the big news of today is that officially the Virginia Tech ECU series is canceled from 2020 to 2025. It was been a long time coming, Grayson. I know you're fired up about that. Pat, you've been waiting for this to happen for quite some time. And um, here's what it's here's what uh, Andy Twitter man bitter said on his exclusive Twitter account that he won in a court case. He said that, he said that we're looking to replace the Wisconsin 2024-25 deal which just keeps getting pushed back um, 
to a mid-tier SEC team. We're also working on a higher-level SEC team for later in the decade, which begs the question, who, where, why do we want to go? Quick pre uh, preamble here. I think that's the correct term. Virginia Tech versus the SEC. 18-36-1, nine games since 2000. Five of those were regular season games. Against Bama, 1-11, Arkansas, 1-0, Auburn, 1-2, Florida, 0-2, UGA, 0-1, Kentucky, 5-10-1, LSU, 1-1, Ole Miss, 0-1, Tennessee, 1-4, Vanderbilt, 6-2. Two asterisk teams, Texas A&M, when they were not in the SEC, were 2-2. Two uh, won both mat- of the previous matchups in 02 and 03. And South Carolina, 7 11 and 2. We lost in 1991 in Columbia, the year before South Carolina went from being independent to an SEC team, which they have no business doing. But begs the question Does anybody have any comments? Are we excited about this? Um, what are our feelings here? Pat, kick us off. Yeah. Here's uh here's one of my favorite things that I love talking about. And Bill, I don't even know if uh I don't know if it was included in that, but um let's talk about the 2016 Belk Bowl. Okay. okay. Never forget the 2016 Belk Bowl. Arkansas Razorbacks beat up on the Hokies in the first half in Charlotte. It was brutal. It's 24 nothing. It's cold. It's in Charlotte. cold. It's co- it's brutal. It's brittle. It's a chilly it's day. Freezing. It was freezing outside. It was, it was absolutely freezing. Hokies going to the locker room. And we come out in the second half and we flip Brett Bolema upside down. <laughs> and That's a lot of fun. Run up 35 unanswered points and win 35 24. On the back of Gerard Evans and Terrell Edmonds and uh, Sam Mook Reynolds, Rogers, Cam Phillips, Mook Reynolds, you know, the boys were. Absolutely balling out. Mook Reynolds had his ears pinned back. He was flying around like a crazy guy. Wait, this is interesting because uh, I think we have three different game balls. Pat, I'm I'm assuming you're going with Gerard for game ball. Uh, I'm I mean, or Reynolds. Sure. Okay. Gerard on the offense. Mook on the defense. Grayson, game ball. For uh, that I definitely I I definitely say game ball uh, goes to, at least. Defensively, Duke Reynolds played played his best game, I think, of his career at Virginia Tech. Can I give you somebody game. you're forgetting, the unsung hero? You saying you're gonna say Sam Rogers? Anthony Chagag with three turnovers by himself. Forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, all in the second half. Anthony Chagag with an unbelievable game, a career maker. So I'd say that would be my game ball. Cam Phillips obviously went off. So, you know, it went out. True. So, yeah, dude, Pat, great callback there on the uh on the Arkansas game. One of the one of the if not the well bright, the brightest spot on the uh Fuente resume so far. Um Grayson, any thoughts did. on this uh on this SEC deal here? I think, you know, I'm excited, man, because there's a lot of SEC uh you know, assuming it's a home and home a home and home series, there's plenty of SEC stadiums that I would love to to see a college football game in. It would only be a perk if the Hokies were playing, 
two of those that really stick out to me high on my list. And assuming, of course, we're talking kind of the mid-SEC teams. Right now, I look number one on that list, and they're on the rise given their coach, but uh, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I really would love to see Kyle Field. I think it is such an awesome atmosphere. Another public land-grant university. The only other one in the country with a core of cadets. They are very similar to Virginia Tech in that regard, both being public land-grant universities focusing on agriculture and engineering with Corp Cadets. I mean, we're practically twins. They love their football there, and uh, they love Buzz Williams. So that's uh, that's cute. That's real cute. Anyway, uh, man, we're not going to we're not. Yeah, we're we're, we're not going to go. Hey, we're not going to go down that a, rabbit hole. This is a Mike. This is a Mike Young podcast. <laughs> this, okay. is a Mike, yeah, this is a this Mike, is a Mike Young, Young podcast. podcast. I just, you know, given this anyway. Number two on that list, I've <laughs> always, always wanted to see a game at Ole Miss and tailgate at the Grove, yes. put on yes. a Sears sucker blazer, and get real dressed <laughs> up, get some get some mint juleps, and watch my Hokies play. I think that you got a great fan base. There's a lot of history around that program, and uh, yeah, I, I mean. It's the SEC. I, mean, I think the only team, no offense to them, that I really wouldn't be excited about is like is like a Vanderbilt. All right, great. or something great. like that. There are some. There are some. Uh, there are some teams on here that I have no interest in traveling to. Now, now that you're going to kick off our A list here, just to, just for a good measure, Mississippi State and Missouri are the two teams that we have never played with in the SEC. So, in terms of the A list, I think you crushed it. Ole Miss is a no-brainer. Yeah. Love the Powder Blues. Love Oxford. Think that's a great trip. Maybe they'll have figured it out by 2024, 25, hopefully. Um, <laughs> to round, I'll give you two more of my, uh, of my A-listers to see if Pat can pick up the slack and guess the last uh, one or two here. To top off my A-list, I think Virginia Tech should play Tennessee every year. Um, I think that's just like a given. I think it would be awesome to do a home-and-home with Tennessee. The Bristol thing was great, but I've always wanted to go to Neyland. I think it's a beautiful stadium. Um, So Tennessee would be really super awesome. Um, And, I mean, UGA. I would love to to go to to UGA. Super accommodating fans. Um, So, you know, I think, think, Pat, you'll double down here. I'm counting on you to get that last team for me here on that A-list. So... Do, are we missing any A-listers here? All right. Well, let me do my uh, let me do my best Coach O impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Oh, not Tiger. <laughs> I don't think, bro. I, I, I'm with the LSU thing, but let me give you my case against it. So my other team. Wait, that wait, I, wait, wait, wait. What? That's not my A-lister. It's on my it's on my yes list. You're uh, telling well, me oh, I, LSU I, I got, is not on your A-list. Here's why. I got something to say about that. Here's why. Saturday here's why. night in Death Valley, bro. We, we played there in less less than a decade ago. Or maybe just we over played a, there decade. More than little, a decade. A little over. Well, we played there 12 over. years ago. Okay, so selfishly. That was Tyrod's Ty first ever collegiate game. So we're talking 12, 15 years ago. 12. Okay, okay. Who's counting? Yeah. Um, I threw 
I threw Auburn on there just because we hadn't seen them since the bowl game. I thought that would be uh, a good topper for the for the A list, but obviously LSU was a tweener. Um, I just left them off because of the it was it, I didn't think it had been that long since we had played them uh, ago. But uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with uh, with um, with Death Valley on Saturday night. But but LSU fans are not, from what I've heard, not the most accommodating. So, oh, I disagree. Oh, really? Oh, I'm going to shut that shit down real quick. Really? So listen, in 07, my dad and some of his fraternity brothers went to that game. And they, my, to this day, to this day, LSU is my dad's favorite opposing fan base he has ever interacted with in his entire college football opposing fan base. Wow. Experiences. He, was it, he, was he it the jambalaya that, or the gumbo? Yeah, <laughs> or the crayfish? Either or, man. He said that like half the fans there didn't even go to LSU, but they all had these crazy tailgates. They were offering them drinks. They were offering them like shrimp, gumbo, po'boys, you name it. And like, granted, that, that game was right after the tragedy. So he kind of, he's always wondered, okay, were they just being nice to us? of that but he said that you know they were great and that he would like that's one of the places that you know if he could go back there tomorrow this coming weekend he would because of and I, granted granted you gotta consider when we were there last we got our ass handed to us on a silver platter and he still talks about that game and how much fun it was so that's that's kind of you know, I'm, I'm going to take his word for it. Okay. Um, that That's just kind of, you know, I, I've always wanted to go to Death Valley, and here's a band playing next, even though they won't play. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, uh, let the band play next. But also, um, I have heard and truly believe, even though I haven't experienced it, but I have heard that, um, a Saturday night in Death Valley is the loudest college football experience in America. Um, you know, talking. Got to see it to believe it. Got to hear it to believe it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, want to want to highlight a couple more on this list, Bill. Um, Wait, how long is your A list? That's the thing I'm, about I, an A list. Your A list <laughs> can't be like every like like twelve teams. I got South Carolina on my A list, Bill. Columbia. Is what almost made. They're not on my A list, but they're on my yes list. But okay, all right, make the case. <laughs> make the case. All right, so a game, a home and home with South Carolina. I mean, you talk about first of all, very similar schools in that um, the football program is kind of on the same plane at this point. Um, you know, South Carolina is kind of in a rut right now. We're in a rut right now. They've had better years. We've definitely had better years. A ton of people from Virginia go to school at the University of South Carolina. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, I would love to go down to Columbia and experience, um, you know, the sandstorm and their 2001 <laughs> entrance. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, I see, I see the programs being kind of similar, um, even though you know we don't. We don't get beat by Carolina, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I would love to go down there, check out Columbia. It's not too far. I could probably drive from DC, 
Um, but yeah, they, they would definitely be in my A-list. Now, South Carolina should be in the ACC. I'm a longtime believer in that. Uh, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just think they, that they're more of an ACC type of school. But there is a lot of uh, pageantry that could go into a matchup like that. You got the Beamer-Spurrier relationship, uh, which is super, super cool. Um, you know, like you said, a bunch of carryover students there. So, yeah, I think uh, South Carolina, for me, topped off my yes list um, just because of how great Columbia is. Do you have any thoughts on that, uh, on Grayson? I don't know if you've ever been to South Carolina or, or, or Columbia. I've, 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 you know, I've been to South Carolina just growing up on the East Coast, not the University of South Carolina. I've driven through Columbia. Um, I've, I, I have plenty of friends who uh, went to South Kakalaki. So, uh, and, and they all, they all loved it. They all absolutely love their time there. I cannot say a bad thing about that university. I agree with Pat. I think that right now we are in very, very similar situations. You know, two programs that used to, you know, do better than they currently are doing right now, kind of in this awkward rut where they don't really I don't know. I don't want to say have an identity, but I'm going to say it. And, uh, you know, tweet me if you got a problem with it. Um, <laughs> so, I, 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 from what I've heard, the area outside of – everyone talks about how the area outside of Columbia and, and South Carolina's campus is, is kind of rough. But I'm like, okay, that doesn't mean anything to me because the tailgate is, is on campus. <laughs> So, uh, you know, like, like, like I don't – in the game, it's on campus. So, miss me with that. Oh, Columbia is a crappy town. It's like, yeah. all right, well, to be fair, to be fair, so are a lot of college towns in all technicality crappy, but it's the college that makes it dough. You know, mm-hmm. Blacksburg isn't really a popping place, but Virginia Tech makes it dough. Yeah, so, no, you're and, uh, right. Um, right. I, I I don't know if I have a burning desire to see a game there. For the sake of the number of friends that I have that went there, I think it would be awesome. But like, if if we're doing you know ranking things, I think I'd rather go to like Gainesville first, go to the swamp, uh, oh and, and see a game. Uh, and honestly, you know, to be honest with you, I don't care if we we would get clapped, but I'd rather see a game in Bryant Denny first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and go down to Tuscaloosa. So, I mean, you, you really you really cannot go wrong in the SEC, give or take two, three, three schools. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, that's, that's kind of my take on it. So before we move to the OK list, does anybody have any more yeses? That's it for me. Uh, that's it for me, man. All right, here we go. OK list. Like, we get it. I'm like, all right. Not like my first choice, probably not my second choice, but like I'm not angry about it. I'll probably go, uh, or de- I'll definitely go, but you know I'll be kind of disappointed here when they get announced. Mississippi State, Starkville, um, you know cowbells. Yeah, the, the the cowbell thing. It's illegal to have noisemakers in college football stadiums, but you know the guys are just like you know what, let Mississippi let them do their thing, like whatever. Um, so there's that. Um, any thoughts on Mississippi State? Any you know burning desires to go to Starkville, Mississippi, from either of you? Yeah, uh, How do you get there? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where, where is it? Where do no we fly? Track, but like, where, where do we fly, fly into? To get there? Yeah, 
I mean, I, I've never. I, I like I, I as bad as this is, I kind of feel like Mississippi State is like the forgotten stepchild of the SEC. Them and like Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. I really just and Mississippi State has had some good teams in recent years. You know, Dak Prescott went there, and it's like I, I, I just I kind of think that's their claim to fame. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and like Dan Mullen, he's gone now, and he's in, he's in Gainesville, and I'm just like. I don't know if I would make the trip there. Yeah, I, I'd consider it, but it would be like, okay, I'm going to guarantee that me flying from L.A. to Starkville, Mississippi, is going to cost me $900. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't fork up $900 to go there. The whole time um, we're playing them, I'd just be thinking like, wow, I really wish we were in Oxford. That's pretty much yeah. <laughs> what I'd be doing I, the whole time. I really wish. I really wish we were at the other Mississippi school. Yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I think it's a a big time don't knock it until you try it type environment. Ooh. Um, fair. You know. Pat, the I eternal mean, the eternal optimist in in every the situation. Optimist. <laughs> if there's <laughs> if there is a will, there's a way. Grayson, I will <laughs> I will find you flights there for less than five or less than nine hundred dollars, my friend. Southwest, baby. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that team that team was ranked number one. Um, I want to say in fall for like seventy two hours with Dax yeah. or Dak yeah. uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, they were ranked number one. I remember watching them play on my TV with the number one next to their name, <laughs> and I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> um. Yeah, that that was uh, that was a long time ago. But um, yeah, I mean, I would love to experience it. Mm-hmm. It's not at the top of my list. That's why it's you know it's making me all right. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I would I would hundred percent make the trip for sure down to Starkville, Stark Vegas, as they say. Oh God, is that uh, what they say? That's yeah, what they that's say. What they not, had I'm themed not, uniforms. I'm not making this up. No, they had themed uniforms. It was it was brutal. It was pretty. It was a, a tough scene. Um, <laughs> all right. There's two that fit in a box, but before we get into those, I want to just say Florida. I would definitely go. I just just because of the stadium and the history of the program. But I mean, Gainesville as a whole, I really just don't have a lot of interest in being in Gainesville. I, I really don't have any interest in being in the state of Florida when I can't see water. Honestly, um, so <laughs> so I mean, I'll throw Florida Fair. on the okay list. Uh, any thoughts there? I, I, um, I think that's – so, like, I don't know. Like I said, I would probably prefer to see a game there over seeing one in Columbia based on atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong because Sandstorm seems pretty dope. That You know, that's their – Sandstorm to them is what Sandman is to us. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I Like, yeah, Pat. Kind of you, 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 what, what you got, man? What you think? Yeah. Um, when I think about Florida, <laughs> I've ne- first of all, first of all, I've never met a Florida Gator that I didn't like. Um, all my shout out, all my Florida peeps, good people, but um, it it just does not excite me as much as the other SEC teams and uh, you know campuses and the upper tier. I mean, I I think the Gator Chop is cool. Um, I like Tim Tebow. Loved him. Um, 
that's about it. I mean, I feel like the Florida the Florida teams used to be a lot more fun to watch as well. You know, you got Tim Tebow, Chris Leak, Percy Harvin, um, you know, these absolute beasts on defense, Joe Hayden. Take uh, spikes. Jarvis Moss, yeah, Jarvis Moss, Brandon Spikes. Um, yeah, the list goes on. But Florida hasn't really been that great lately, too. So it's kind of just like, eh. I would, I would hundred percent, hundred ten percent, you know, book my flight and get down there. Um, right. But yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not putting it, you know, near the top here. These two are very similar, and I want to do a little jump ball action here. And the reason I say they're similar is um, I, I'm using my college game day theory here for these two these two schools. Kentucky and, and Vanderbilt are both not the most interesting thing going on in their respective cities in Lexington and, um, and uh, Nashville. So as much as I think it would be cool to go to both, I would want to go to a, a campus – so Kentucky and Vandy were kind of in between that okay and no um, area. I'm probably leaning Kentucky more than I am Vanderbilt. What is your opinion there? 100%. 100%? Uh, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, Big Blue Nation, yeah, they have always leaned towards basketball, and, and I think that makes sense. But recently, man, like, their Stoops. football team has been – yeah, they've been – They've been making uh, making some noise. And, Benny Snell. And, uh, from, <laughs> yeah, from what I've uh, from what I've seen on TV, I mean the the atmosphere seems very um, rambunctious, just as rambunctious as basketball seems to get. And I I would prefer I think just based on I think Lexington is a really cool place, uh, and I actually do have a good number of friends who went to the University of Kentucky as well. And it's it's Lexington is a very historic place as much as it is a college town. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, uh, I actually had the chance to drive through there on the way out to California, uh, and and that was that was pretty cool to be able to, to to be able to see that. And Vanderbilt, yeah, is in Nash Vegas, which is dope, um, but. From a college football perspective, um, I'm going with with the Wildcats. I agree, and just 100%. that that whole experience. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. If you're putting one of them against the other uh, at this point, um, I would have to choose Kentucky. Um, you know, just because of the Bourbon Trail, you can go check out Rupp Arena. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and. Yeah. I, uh, little little fun fact for the uh, the listeners here: um, the Hokies are playing Middle Tennessee State, the Blue Raiders, next fall, September nineteenth. And little fun facts: Middle Tennessee State is thirty six miles south, southeast, southwest of Nashville. So you're knocking out your Nashville trip next fall if you want to go to Nashville and combine it with Hokie football. What a golden um, nut! What a little, what a little nice little nugget there, dude! Wow, I didn't even, I didn't even connect the dots on that. Dude, I mean, Pat Finn does the research, man. Like, never tell Pat Finn with a good time because he's going to research every intricate detail 
about hope, the Hokie football season and what is close, what like what is within the general vicinity of the university that we are playing. We so, got we got Penn State on the twelfth, and we hmm. got Middle Tennessee State on the nineteenth, and it's going to be a great week. So. <laughs> My just real quickly, my game day uh, thing here, and I would love to hear your opinions. Is college game day has no business going to uh, campus to games that are in neutral sites? They have no business going to the uh, the tea party that Georgia and Florida play in. They have no business going to the Cotton Bowl, in my opinion. As great of a game as it is, I don't think college game day belongs in parking lots at NFL stadiums. It drives me crazy. So that was what I meant by the college game day thing. You have any uh, hard opinions there? Any thoughts? I know we've missed out on college game day a few times because of neutral site games, and it's ultra frustrating. So, Pat, you lead. Go ahead, man. I'm gonna agree with you here. Um, I mean, going to college game day is a lot more special and a lot more unique when you're watching at the very beginning. They're they're panning over the dorms, they're panning over the campus, they're right in front of the stadium, they're right in front of Torrey Bridge, and, you know, the viewer at home who's an alumni is, you know, it's tearing at their heartstrings. They're like, Mm -hmm. this is amazing, they're back on campus, let's go, this is so special. You know, you got it, you got Game Bay in front of the uh, the Georgia Dome, or Mercedes-Benz rocket ship, (laughs) whatever, and it's just like, oh, there they are again. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, the SEC championship. Okay. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, it's a Chick-fil-A kickoff. Just like, all right. Um, oh, they're, they're in Dallas again. Oh, you know what else is there? The NFL draft. You know what else is there? The Final Four. It's like, come on. Go to somewhere like Ames, Iowa, uh, like they did last week or the week before. That was awesome. Um, you saw Damn how you. fired up everyone was there. They went to JMU one year. I don't. I don't want to hear anything about JMU on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, who? Who? I uh, I'm really hoping Notre Dame beats UVA this week because uh, UVA is one of the few spots that has never held game day. I'm pretty sure. Is that true? Um, no way, really. Grayson, fact check. Yeah, that's. Uh... I believe that that is true, because wow. I mean, when 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 would that have happened? Oh, yeah. I, I I I can't think. And like even neutral sites, dude. I, I think a neutral game in at least within the last twenty years, game day has never been to a UVA game. Yeah, has has never I, been to a I UVA. Think it's true. Oh yeah! Wow. Um unreal so that's my opinion on the uh on does anyone else have any okay teams that they want to throw in before we go to the no the nose um i think that's pretty much it for for me okay pat you got any nose um i think i think i've exhausted that here we go with the nose Arkansas was a tough scratch because I only thought the Lake of the Ozores is beautiful. Probably play some nice golf, but I just, you know, it just doesn't. If if we announced tomorrow like we're playing Arkansas, I'm like, all right, that, you know, cool. Sick. I, I don't really care. And then uh, Missouri. I mean, Missouri's not Missouri's not even an SEC team. I I, I almost 
I almost would not would guarantee I don't go to that game if we play Missouri. I think that that's that's fair. Uh, Arkansas, I would have no interest in going to just because of the belt bowl. It's like we already beat that ass, and I just you know <laughs> I, I'm 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 I, I'm I'm done with them. Like you you know I'm I've I've seen that game. The first half was awful. The second half ruled. Thirty-five unanswered points. Like that does not happen. Mm-hmm. And so, why do I need to go to Arkansas? I've been to Arkansas once. There's nothing in that state. And mm-hmm. it's like, we pig Stewie. That's great. I'm sure there was some type of environment, but none that would make me go. No. Not now. Not now, at least. No. You know when I'm. When I'm a billionaire one day and I have a private jet, and I'm just like, yeah, screw it. I got nothing else going on. Let's go to Arkansas. Sure. <laughs> but that day is not today. No. Uh, Missouri, Missouri, I would not say no to. I would go to Missouri. I, I think the or... only, yeah, I think the only hard no, the, the hard no's are, are Arkansas, for now, I just have no interest. And then you could convince me to go to Vanderbilt only because of Nashville. But in terms of – I'd be there for Nashville, not the game. Yeah. Like, I, I really would not care that much. Um, we, sk- we skipped over Bama. Bama would be great. Bama would be really cool. I just uh, – Pat, <laughs> Pat said it earlier. Uh, we don't. They, I don't we think they – We don't want Bama. I don't think they'd give us a home. I think it'd have to be a, a, a way and a way. I don't think they'd go home and home. When was the know. last time Alabama traveled to a Power Five away game? That's a great question. I literally can't. I, I don't remember the last time they played at an out of conference Power Five school. Does anybody in it's here know? So Dude, it's because they just travel. They just play cupcake teams, beat them by. Uh, then, all right, all right, all right, Grace. Well, they have to play LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee, and Florida every year. So, well, I mean, you got to cut this play. You got to, you got to let me get there. I know, I know they can hold their own. They're, you know, saving, saving as a college football you know, legend. I think I'm going to answer my own question here. I'm pretty sure they had a home and home series with the Fighting Cutcliffs. Um, they beat they beat Duke forty two to three week one. Was the that in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> Duke doesn't count. I'm talking like a like a Notre Dame or like a USC, like a or I don't, I don't know some. Yeah, they only they only do the neutral. I feel like they do the neutral yeah. in Dallas. They do the neutral in Atlanta. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like they, they ain't traveling to, to Norman, Oklahoma, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah, of uh, I'd, I'd go to a game. I go to a game at uh, Bryant Denny for sure. Wait, so what are your what are your nose, Pat? Is it, I feel like you'd go to every game. I feel like you don't care. Yeah, yeah, I would, Pat would go to every game. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> if we play, if we play, if, to, if, yeah, if we play Hawaii, if we play Hawaii, these guys, I would go to Hawaii. Who would be a place? I'd go to Hawaii. Yeah, I'd get, well, yeah, because it's a ten minute. You could you could kayak there if you drive. wanted to. Yeah. So if if we are playing, if we're playing an SEC opponent in their home stadium, <laughs> I will be there. Shout out Arkansas. I will even be in Arkansas. My my guy Chris Ulrich works there. Missouri. Shout out Chris. Arkansas. I go to Missouri. Oh my god. 
I'd go to Mizzou. Oh my god. I'd check it out. Give him a chance. Come All right. on. Alright, here we go. A uh, couple couple more a <laughs> couple more diamonds in the rough before we before we hit the BZ and Grayson goes on his run. Uh, um so yes, sir. <laughs> the time the times bars closed by state. I broke it down here real quick. Alabama two o'clock, Arkansas two o'clock, Florida two o'clock, York Georgia two o'clock, Kentucky two o'clock. This is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird. <laughs> I was hoping for some uh for some volatility here. Here we go. Mississippi, disappointingly, their bars close at midnight. Two hours before last call at Tots and Big Al's, which is very weird to me. Two, uh, midnight closage. Missouri. Closage. <laughs> Missouri, try, just trying to be different. They close at 1.30. So don't close on the hour. They close at 1.30. Um, in the middle That's of the most some, Missouri thing I've ever heard. They close like in like in between Drake and Josh episodes on Nick and Knight. So <laughs> that's when they yep. close. <laughs> South Carolina, <laughs> two AM. Tennessee, three AM. You get the oh, bonus oh. hour you get the bonus hour. And then I mean this one was I literally laughed out loud when I read this one. <laughs> so it's times, times, times for all of uh the states. And then Louisiana, it said none. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man! So no, so there is no closage at uh hey, at Bill, Louisiana bars. You sure you uh, you sure you got LSU on your yes list and not your A list now? LSU probably LSU is probably on my A list. I got a lot of family in Louisiana. You could do the New Orleans thing. That might be a weak affair. That might be a WF uh, WFB <laughs> work from work from bar. So work from well, Baton Rouge. Yeah, work WFB. from BR. BR Dude, that, in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge is only like an hour and a half away from the Big Easy, so that's that is ideal. That's a you big could make, move. You could, yeah, you you could you could make a week out of that for sure. Two, uh, I love two, New Orleans. <laughs> oh, dude, we got to do. I, dude, um, Mardi Gras is on the uh, is is penciled in coming uh, this February. So, um, oh, okay, good. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> so, really quickly, just to run through these for good measure, I wanted to go through the most exciting uh, Virginia Tech matchups here, and then I have my uh, top ten ish out of conference matchups that are dope that I would love to go with you guys, man. I, I, I mean, Grayson, we got to get you, we got to get you on the, uh, experiencing some awesome college state, uh, college stadiums. Um, I'm talking like me and Pat have been to 15. We've been to one, but dude, we really missed you in spirit. So we got to get rolling on that. So we got, in terms of, uh, Virginia tech coming up 2020, we got Liberty, we got Penn state, and then we got at mid, uh, middle Tennessee. So the Penn State matchup, obviously the most exciting. 2021, Middle Tennessee at West Virginia. That Ooh. excites me. Morgantown. Careful. <laughs> that, that, that excites me. Then Richmond and home for Notre Dame again. So we get Notre Dame again at home at 2021. 2022, uh, Saturday Scaries at Old Dominion <laughs> and at Liberty. Saturday Scaries. <laughs> at Liberty. So and uh, West Virginia at home, which is awesome. I mean, Morgantown people oh. come and maybe they can walk away. Maybe they can take a class on Friday. That might be helpful. Um, so take a take a Mountaineer to class day would be a great thing to incorporate on that Friday. Um, Old Dominion, Purdue, and at Rutgers in twenty twenty three. Little New Jersey reunion. All Pat, right, Rutgers uh, over at a. Uh, 
over Rutgers at New Raw, Image baby. or whatever it's called. And then uh, 2024 at Old Dominion and Rutgers. And then 2025, Old Dominion and at Penn State in State College, Pennsylvania. Um, ultra excited. Any of those stick out to you guys? Any must-be-ats? Rutgers, Penn you've talked State. me into it. Penn, Penn State's State, a no-brainer. Both of them. Penn State's a no-brainer. West Virginia's a no-brainer. Keep the, I mean, come on. All of them. <laughs> all of all of the smoke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah bring, dude, your, I'll be a bring your neutral weather. colors. Bring your neutral colors to Morgantown. <laughs> Big fan of the uh, the Rutgers game. Holler at okay. me if you want to stay with us up in Jersey. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're we're love, love, love the Penn State game. Actual work from home. Um, so, <laughs> quickly, the most exciting out-of-conference uh, games we have coming up. We rolled through these in the Santa Maria, Marina, Maria wagon. OSU at Oregon which was like, I'm going until I found out that's Penn State week for Virginia Tech. Grayson, Ohio State at Oregon in Eugene. That's got to be a little bit of a intriguing option for you there. So I think that's awesome that they made uh, oh, that matchup. Oh, it's intriguing. It's intriguing, but I'm going to be at the Tech-Penn State game, so it don't matter. Can't blame you. What? Can't blame you one bit. <laughs> like, are, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. <laughs> sh- oh, no, man. I'm going to be at the Penn State game. Nebraska, Oklahoma in 2021 in Oklahoma. Got a bunch of red. Scott oh. Frost will probably have Scott Ooh. Frost will probably have Nebraska operating on all cylinders there. So that'll be a fun one. Old Big Twelve matchup. Old Big Twelve matchup. Auburn at Penn State. Almost undoubtedly going to be a whiteout. Um, that's in 2021 as well. That is exciting. Um, be a good game. This one's for the uh, for the throwbacks who love hard hitting football. West Virginia at Pitt, the backyard brawl is back. Um, fired yep. up about that. Eat shit, Pitt. There you go. The whole thing. Ohio State at Texas, twenty twenty two. Ooh, that, that oh, I'm sure that'd be a great game, man. And I've been to Austin. Mm-hmm. I've seen that stadium. Like I, I'm sure, game day in in, in Austin, Texas, is uh, is a lot of fun. That city's a riot, man. Mm-hmm. That's McConaughey, hook them horns. Yeah, and big stuff coming out of uh, Daryl K. Royal Stadium. They're enclosing their uh, their big end zone. Um, they're putting up this sweet state of the art uh, video board, and it's going to look real good. I don't know if it's going to be ready for next year, but uh, stay tuned. Fun fact, Pat. Notre Dame is going to OSU, which means Ohio State plays at Texas and then at home versus Notre Dame in a three-week span, which is uh, which is a pretty interesting Ooh, gauntlet there in 2022. Notre Dame also travels to Texas A&M in 2024. Potential interesting trip there for the Irish. And then the last one I have on here is LSU travels to Oklahoma in 2027. So... You know, we can we can bring all our kids, uh, hopefully, if we're still alive, uh, which will be great. So, um, guys, other than that, any of those interest you? Any 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 thoughts here? Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how we're doing in 2027. I don't know. <laughs> we, may know maybe. To, we may have to do a refresher. <laughs> I do know that the Hokies are playing uh, Arizona in a home and home in like 2028 and 2029. I will be out in Tucson oh with God. the gang. 
2028 uh, come on, come on. and 2029. <laughs> this is a this is a decade away, and you're talking about it. We're talking. This is this is this is 50 percent of our current lifespan away. So <laughs> that's right. It's it just wild. means more. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It just means it more. Just means it just more. Means more. Guys, closing Super thoughts. Extra cash. Closing closing thoughts. Closing thoughts on uh on this weekend's game versus Duke. Grayson, kick it off. Um All I gotta say is, man, all I gotta say is and I, I think it goes without saying. <laughs> we gotta win. We gotta win. <laughs> we gotta win that game. Yeah, like, it's a must like, win. Like, like, it is absolutely must win. Not negotiable. Not negotiable. And the way, dude, the way, the way that they're that Duke's defense played Bama, and granted, Bama dropped over forty on, on them, but still, Duke's a good football team. Like, hey. they're Cutcliffe Cut is going to have those boys right, and I think it's great that we had a bye week but i think because we had a bye week that is why this game is so important like we got to come out disciplined no penalties no turnovers none of that hen house shit <laughs> that we are accustomed to seeing hen house hen house shit none of it cannot happen well, gotta win grayson gotta i say win. this i say this half-heartedly kidding I really think so. Bama didn't rush well against Duke. I think what did they have like two point nine yards per game or something like that? They didn't have a great rushing day against Duke. No. I think Keyshawn King's going to go off this week. I think he's healthy. I think they've done a little shuffling on the offensive line. Um, so watch out for Keyshawn King this week. I'm really excited about that coming off of a bye week. I think that's fair. Uh, but I I completely agree on on the must win, Pat. Eternal optimist, give us, uh, give us, um, give us what's going on. The hen in the hen house, right. if you will. Yeah, um, this is a big one. We got a little <laughs> Friday night lights, the only home night game uh, that we're promised this year. It's interesting that it's a whiteout. Um, I'm gonna be honest; I've never really liked the whiteout ever. Um, you know, I love, I love how it benefits Herma's readers. I think that's great. Um, I just don't think we show very well as far as <laughs> the fans don't like wearing white. They like wearing orange. They like wearing maroon. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm, I know that we're going to dress up and probably wear all whites. I know that they're honoring the 1999 team uh, this Friday night as well, our national championship appearance team. Um, so that should be pretty cool. But I'm a little nervous too. I mean <laughs> – um, they're a very well-coached team. Cutcliffe will have them ready. Quentin Harris is a pretty solid quarterback. They got a good run defense. Um, but yeah, eternal um, eternal optimist is confident. I mean, it's Duke. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's Duke. Um, it's Duke Tech, at home. They're Duke. We recruit better. You know, we have more talent on both sides of the ball. Daniel we Jones have, is no longer there. Daniel Jones is no longer there. Shout out Daniel Jones. The GOAT. Buy your buy stock now. Buy stock now, Daniel Jones. But uh, it's it's gonna be a battle. This is gonna be um, yeah, this game is going to 
really decide how we're going to play the rest of the year. Um, yeah. I, know the li- <laughs> I saw the line opened up at like six and a half. Andy Bitter was saying it was like nine and a half somewhere. Um, it'll probably close at like probably tech favored by two and a half points. Um, should be interesting. I think, I think the weather's looking good Friday night. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really hoping we, we run the ball and we play hard on defense and hit some guys. Cause, uh, it's really going to determine the rest of our year. So we'll see. 110%. And I got to say, uh, on the Jersey showing up to play thing, I am firmly in the camp that if Georgia came out in black uniforms, the Irish would have won on Saturday. Not even kidding. I'm, we were talking about it pregame. We were like, yo, if Georgia comes out of this locker room wearing black, and every Georgia fan said it, they are going to lose. So I, I am I am of the uh, of the camp. That, Superstition. Uh, a little stitious. A little stitious. Shout out Eli Manning. <laughs> Closing thoughts. Anybody got any shout outs? Any uh, problems, questions, qualms, concerns? Uh, yeah. Um- this was uh, my first time uh, doing this uh you know don't know if i sounded like a rookie like daniel jones on this thing but uh definitely not at all definitely had fun would love to do it again give it another spin um i got one love love talking college football with you guys all right listen pat i agree wholeheartedly man this has been great you you're you're light years ahead of your time, man. I've only done one of these things, and and uh, that's what I'm telling you. You sound great, uh, boys. <laughs> I think you know, we've left out that left in terms of Duke, Virginia Tech, man. What do you, what do you think about Henry Coleman? What's the deal? Are we going to get him, or do we be, do we beat Duke twice? Do we get the kid? Because he's announcing on Friday at three thirty, right before. Well. For me, oh my god! No, what? That's that Friday, same day. Oh, same wow! Day he announces. You guys want to hear a funny take that one of my buddies was saying earlier uh, yesterday? He said, "If Henry Coleman commits to Virginia Tech on Friday before the game, and then Virginia Tech loses to Duke on Saturday morning, September twenty eighth." Virginia Tech is officially a basketball school over a football school because we are beating Duke in basketball and losing to them in football. Dude, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, Let's I'll just beat them in both. I'll tell you what. The, the Mike Young thing is obviously not being talked about on, on major sports media because they don't talk about Virginia Tech in general. But it is, it's unprecedented what he has done. He comes in here. Dude's recruiting his tail off, and I'm blown away. If we land this Coleman kid, we're like a top five composite school, the Hokies. Top like three, top. top. Recruiting I mean, like, like you know, uh, my guy Willie Wildcat from Kentucky is gonna log on to 24/7 and sign into his burner account and just like have a brain aneurysm. It's gonna, it's people are gonna be freaking out. It's gonna be unbelievable. So, shout out to Mike Young. Um, that, that big Friday. Wow, I did not know they were the same day. So, um, fellas, this has been this has been great. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Grayson, thank you for 
Um, taking the long way home. Uh, I'm going to need my cold brew in the morning. Uh, that's that's for damn sure. So um, you guys enjoy, and um, we'll be back soon. Talk some hokey ball, and uh, hopefully be talking about a whole bunch of winning. So uh, you guys enjoy your week, and uh, we'll be back soon. Hey, Bill, P.S., um, when you uh, when you uh, up, upload this, you got to put some cool music uh, that kind of fades it out. I don't know if you had a plan or not, but uh, do you have no, a plan? I, hear, I hear some guys with their cool uh, fade in, fade out. Shout out Hunker Down Hokey. Um, <laughs> let's Man, get are it you, going. Are you calling out my are you calling out my production on a first timer? <laughs> Damn, dude, dude, Pat, come on my podcast. Hey, Bill, dude, your production sucks, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not calling you out. I'm telling okay. you, I, I'm hearing what the competition's doing, and okay. I, I want some of it. Okay, get you get you someone that holds you accountable. I can respect that. I can respect that. Yeah, that that's an OKG move. I respect it. Mike Young, Mike Young would uh, Mike Young would extend the offer. Hey, shout out, shout out to the rest of uh, <laughs> rest of the guys in the game. Shout out Don V. Shout out yep. uh, 2D, Pete and Robbie. Yep. And uh, shout out Hokey Hangover. Haven't gotten to listen to that one yet, but uh, gonna have to in these uh, coming days Mike here. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Beta yeah. mode. Oh. Beta mode. So. Beta mode. XBT, shout out, was good. Oh my god, this is getting out of Chris control. Chris Coleman. <laughs> shout, shout out, shout out, out Will Stewart. Man. Shout out Henry Scott. <laughs> shout out, out Henry Scott, man. Shout out Shelton oh, Mark, Evan Hughes. <laughs> The boy. Shout out Bird Gang. God. Unbelievable. Yep. Shout out Bird Gang. <laughs> shout out, shout out John Logan. We love you. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, dude. We got to stop. All right, shout fellas. Puente Express. <laughs> oh, All right. All right. See y'all. All right. See you, fellas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're done.